Hello, this is Jacqueline Sanders Blackman. It's time for another sip brought to you by Technology Expresso. A sip is a STEM informational podcast, and STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. So, welcome to our newcomers and to our regular 10-minute uh, challenge listeners. Welcome back. For those of you who don't know our 10-minute challenge, listen every day to one of our 10-minute podcasts. We have a link so that you can track the ones that you've listened to. When you've accumulated 30 points, one for each podcast you've listened to, there are podcast perks. So uh, visit our website, technologyexpresso.com, for more information. So let's get started on today's 10-minute uh, sip. I want to talk about First of all, if there's any question in your mind, uh, will I ever run out of topics? The answer is absolutely not, because the rate of STEM technology, the different advances in our world, are accelerating like crazy. And 2017 is going to be an exciting year for new technologies. But my topic today, actually, I want to show as evidence how fast the world has changed. I, I think about even in my lifetime. I want to give you and talk about some of the technologies that have come about in our lifetime that are already obsolete. The next generation won't even know about these. And I love the idea. One of the groups that we followed, they had a family technology night and they had parents bring out old technology, lay it out, and the students kind of walk through it, almost like walking through a museum, a historical museum, actually. And the parents had them try to guess what these different contraptions were used for in the past. And some of them, the kids just absolutely did not recognize, and the parents had to explain to them. And it just brought about a great dialogue, because the kids were like, well, why would you use that? And why did you, you know, have to do it that way? And they now can see some of the stepping stones to the technology they take for granted every day. Now, I'm going to give you a list of 20 things that are obsolete today that we thought would last forever. And I want to see how many of these, you know, when I, as I list them, because it was exciting to me when I made the list um, and, and did the research uh, via the internet and various different sources, one being gizmodo.com, G-I-Z-M-O-D-O.com. I love to acknowledge my, my resources. I don't just have all this on the top of my head, but these are different topics that I research. So several of these surprised me. So let's get to the list. Number one, let's talk about maps. Folding maps, that, that is. Physical maps. I can't tell you. This one brought back so many childhood memories. I can remember my mom having the fold-out map as my dad was driving the roads, and, and they would highlight it, and, and they'd have, you know, you needed a magnifying glass for some of these to see the different roads and routes to see if you were going in the, the right direction. So no GPS whatsoever. We're just talking about fold-out maps. There was... Groups like AAA, that their whole business was about providing the service of these different type of fold-out maps, and they would highlight stops along the way. So they were completely the predecessor to what we know as GPS. And, you know, when GPS came about, it, it could have threatened to just 
derail and put AAA out of business. But uh, thank goodness AAA still thrives and is alive and well. It's the Automobile Association helping uh, those people, domestic travelers who are traveling the different highways and byways in the United States. But um, you can still get their, some of their flipped out and fold out maps. There's still a few people who navigate by them. But, you know, again, Google Maps, you know, fold out maps to see how they were, they were printed and imagine trying to drive and navigate that um, and, and get to your destination. We literally used a map to go cross country as a family. So that's just number one. Number two, who out there remembers dial-up modems where you literally could hear it dialing the number and then it, it had this kind of sinking back and forth between the, the modem. There was a specific sound. Those who know it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Again, Google dial-up modems and there's some even some videos that play the, the sounds. You could hear the, the frequencies sinking up. That was high tech back then and I've, I've heard a lot of, of modems. I, I re still remember that sound so well. It was a way of daily life when you were communicating and downloading and sending files back and forth. This next one, you know, it sounds funny once again, but number three is cigarettes. Cigarettes are just about obsolete in many areas. There's still cigarettes as we know them, but by and large, e-cigarettes are outselling cigarettes. Who, who would have thought there would be an E for electronic cigarettes um, versus conventional cigarettes? And again, this is supposed to be helping to drive down people using chemicals associated with nicotine, nicotine addictions. E-cigarettes are supposed to be safer. And I'm going to say supposed to be, um, you know, with an asterisk. Uh, but it is getting away from some of the, the chemicals and, and that were found in original tobacco that caused a lot of cancer. So maybe it's a safer solution. Um, but do read and stay on top of it. But that's now the replacement for what we know is the uh, traditional or conventional cigarettes, e-cigarettes. Print media. Okay, this, that's number four, print media. Getting a newspaper, uh, magazines, they're obsolete. You know, you can imagine people have gone out of business. Here's another one, printed phone books. Yes, they would deliver those at your doorstep. They'd be stacked up, you know. And can you imagine trying to keep up every time people would come and go change phone numbers? They'd, you'd get a new phone book. So every six to nine months, you were getting all this paper that was being printed. All of that stuff is now at our fingertips, you know, with the Internet. So things, another big one was encyclopedias. People had jobs going door to door selling encyclopedias. So as you, as you can imagine, as I'm naming these things that are obsolete, those are jobs that are no longer around. They're being replaced. That's one of the things I talked about in my other, my last episode, is that jobs are following all of the STEM advances. So people have to be around who can support the new digital world that we live in. Now, that was, so number four, that was print media. Number five, let's talk about data storage. 
And, you know, I'm looking at an old picture of what we refer to as a floppy disk. There was this big eight inch and then it went down to five and a quarter inch. And we thought that, hey, look, look how small this is. Then it got smaller with a three and a half inch. And that was a more had a hard case. You remember that blue hard case um, for a hard disk? You know, I, I just have to chuckle. And then since then, we've gone to CDs and we went from CDs to DVDs. These are data stores. Now you have the thumb drives. I mean, it gets smaller and smaller and smaller um, in order to store information where you can imagine that big eight inch one couldn't store one sixteenth of what these little small thumb drives can uh, store today. So storage has definitely gone through its evolution. I in, packed away in some boxes. I probably have several eight and five and a quarter inch and even three and a half inch disc with great data on it that I probably will never get to again. Videos and, and the different uh, video formats. But let's talk about, talking about things obsolete, let's talk about cameras that had film in them. Remember you had to load the film and then you had to once you were finished, you would take it and it would be processes and then you get your pictures. Young people don't know anything about film and, and cameras that, that have film. Remember the kiss of death was you'd accidentally open that door wide and expose the film early and those pictures were lost forever. Hey, in our world of selfies and, um, you know, you take a picture, then everybody gathers around and looks at it right that moment or and if it doesn't look good then hey we're retaking that picture it's changed volume so that comes in at number six moving right along to number seven audio media think about the the tapes you hear the all the jokes about the eight track tapes versus the cassette tapes even D dvds are basically dead you know we have again we can download all this information Hey, does anyone out there remember the Walkman? Even vinyl records. Now we're really going back, okay? So things, all of that has changed. And some of it's made its way back around. You know, vinyl records are pretty high. A lot of people say the sound and quality you get from the vinyl record, it can't be beat. So for nostalgia's sake, some of those are making a comeback. But some of those we'll never see again. I don't think we're going to see the uh, video cassette and the DVD or... Uh, CD players, uh, the remember the portable CD players, the, the Walkmans with the, the headphones, and you had to walk around and carry that. Uh, you clipped it on your belt. Boy, did we think that we were cool. Well, none of that uh, with today's downloading of music to your smartphone for the most part. Let's talk about various computer-type ports and and what we used to call USBs, different ways of plugging in all those peripheral devices. You had your printers and your mouse, and then you had your keyboards, and you had all these different cables. There was the RS-232, the PS2 ports. Some of those we'll never see again. Why? Because, again, we're going Bluetooth and wireless. You just buy that device, you sync it up, via software next thing you've got your printers talking to your 
devices via virtual network. Your mouse no longer needs cords. Your keyboards are cordless. So one day there won't even be a need for cords, period. That's my prediction. Taking you over to number nine, the telephone, the telephone itself, uh, especially the old uh, networked telephones uh, and the rotary dial telephones. You don't see those anymore. They, you know, you see them now and they're so cute. Um, you know, remember the princess phone that was hot stuff when you had the princess phone with that really super long cord and you could even walk around and, and people did housework with these phones. We, we didn't need cordless, but you had this super long cord. So you were still tethered to the main box that was on the wall. All of that technology is gone. It's irrelevant. And some of this stuff was invented as late as 1963. Some of the uh, dual tone, multi-frequency technology, um, all of that stuff came in in 1963. Here in 2016, we're talking about how obsolete it is. So didn't even last, you know, just barely 20 years and already it's, it's well, uh, it's well forgotten. Um, there were the landlines, whereas now, hey, everything is gone, fiber optics and fiber cables and things are in the cloud. There was the answering machine and all of these piggybacked off of having a physical phone. So when you don't have a physical phone, all those companies that made all these different fancy answering machines, um, now those are obsolete. So oftentimes when one industry goes, all of those peripheral devices go with them. And I talk about that also in one of my previous episodes where I talk about when we get into the digital era, there's all these other peripheral supporting devices. So you don't have to be in the center. You can be piggybacking off of some of those new technologies you know, be innovative, uh, find a way to amplify and package those different digital services. And that could be your special niche. Well, Hey, it's going to take more than one segment for me to get through this list. So stay tuned and I'll continue with the top 20 obsolete technologies, but thank you for listening to this episode. Bye for now. <laughs>